0: Do you ever feel like you never have enough time? You fill your plate with too much to do, and then you're rushing to finish it all? These are some common characteristics among those that have thyroid conditions. I should say common survival patterns, because that is really what they are. The body doesn't lie. Symptoms are giving us a message of how we subconsciously respond to life. Listen in to learn the subconscious patterns that are connected to thyroid conditions and how they reveal the way we perceive situations. Are you ready to stop the overwhelm and frustration and instead simplify your healing? I'm your host, Jenny Peterson, a chronic illness coach who helps those with chronic symptoms identify and release the unconscious patterns that are blocking their healing. That's right, I take out all the fluff, the supplements, the diets, the detoxes, and teach you how to heal just using your mind. I never said that it's easy, but it can be simple. If you're serious about getting back your life and health, it's time to put focus on the one area that will help you get there, your own mind. Now, just a disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. I am a coach that is training in GHK, g I have worked with hundreds of clients successfully using this biological approach to healing. Take the information that I'm sharing as you will and to your doctor if necessary. Thyroid conditions are one of the top physical symptoms that people come to us with. I haven't yet met a client that has thyroid conditions that doesn't match the subconscious patterns connected to them. It's always very clear how the conditions manifested based on the subconscious patterns that I'm going to talk about today. This is why I love this work. The body doesn't lie. It tells us exactly what to focus on. If you have a thyroid condition, you are often told within the medical or holistic field that it's an autoimmune condition. The body is attacking itself and that it's our gut health, it's gluten, etc. But these are simply not true. Our body is never attacking itself. It's always trying to keep us alive. When markers like autoimmune show up, this is an indication that someone is in a hang in healing. That's it. Our gut health is not going to influence this body system as it's a different relay in the brain. Let's keep in mind that our body is always adapting for survival. When our organs are presenting us with symptoms, it's simply that. They have adapted in order to survive. If you want to stop them from adapting, then we need to adapt to life differently since we are the sole messenger to our body. There are three parts of the thyroid, the thyroid gland itself, the thyroid ducts, and the parathyroid glands, and each of those different areas have a different subconscious pattern connected to it. The thyroid is an endocrine gland, and it produces thyroid hormone T3 and T4, and it releases it into the bloodstream. Its function is to regulate how fast food turns into available energy, so it affects things like your metabolic rate and your protein synthesis. The thyroid is about speed. It's about speeding things up, revving up your metabolism. Our organs will tell us indirect messages of what we need to work on based on the function of the body system. So I mentioned that the thyroid is all about speed. If your body senses that you're behind or you're too slow, it's going to speed up to keep things in check. This is the subconscious pattern connected to thyroid conditions, not being able to catch a morsel, feeling behind and too slow. Remember that our bodies have evolved over millions of years, but our brains are still very primitive. We are no longer cavemen looking for our next meal, but we are trying to catch other things in our lives. In our ancient lives, it was very important that you were able to catch a morsel, get some type of animal to feed your family for dinner. And if you weren't able to do that, it's very possible that would mean that you and your family would die. While our environment has changed, our survival brain hasn't. So when your body is getting the message that you are too slow behind, it's like, all right, let's increase the thyroid hormone so we can speed things up so that you cannot be too slow anymore and you can get whatever you need to get done and survive. So examples in our world today could be not fast enough to get the position, the promotion or the money that you need to survive. You're too slow to find to finish a paper. To sell enough product, to sell your stocks, an apology or proposal, expressed too late or you missed the boat, you weren't fast enough to win a race, always showing up late to events or missing opportunities. These types of issues are commonly seen with people who have competitive jobs with a get it done kind of attitude. Managers who have quotas, sales representatives, athletes, entrepreneurs, people with deadline pressures, journalism, you know, you've got a deadline and that paper or article needs to be on your boss's desk by 6 p.m. or whatever it is, and you or you lose your job or there'll be consequences. So that might cause your thyroid to kick into high gear. If you're working two jobs, you're trying to make ends meet, single parents who've got a lot on their plate, kids that are being pushed by parents, teachers, and coaches, this high achieving mentality that our teachers or coaches or even us as parents are doing with our kids, it's this constant need to be, you know, doing, doing, uh, they've missed the boat, they didn't make the team, all of that is a, really a starting place for where these are all rooted, where these thyroid conditions and the subconscious patterns to how we are responding to life are established, especially when we're kids in these situations. Now, the thing to remember with all conflicts is that it all depends on an individual's perception of the situation. So this doesn't mean that just because you are a salesperson with deadlines means that you have a thyroid conflict. It means that some people in that situation may experience a thyroid conflict if their perception is that they feel behind. So let's look at how this all plays out in the body. A situation happened and you're you're feeling rushed you're feeling in a hurry you're feeling like you've got to you know make something happen and so what's going on is you're nervous you're irritable your body is in sympathetic active and this problem is on your mind your body is in increasing thyroxine production it's saying we need to speed things up cells start to proliferate this is all for survival this is your body adapting As long as your mind is in this state of feeling behind, you will remain in conflict. Once you get over the situation, you move into the healing phase. So remember, you were prolonged sympathetic dominance. You were Your nervous system, your sympathetic nervous system was dominant. And so your body was an active state at that time of adapting. Adapting when you're in sympathetic, when you're worrying, when it's on your mind. Now the body then swings the pendulum back the other way, and now we are in parasympathetic dominance because now that site, that tissue that was affected, is now a construction zone because we built up an additional thyroid gland tissue while you were in conflict active. While you were in sympathetic, the body is building up that tissue, and then you move into parasympathetic when you've now resolved the issue, that tissue now needs to be broken down. Now, the body is going to break those tissues down, and it has a plan. And so what happens is there's swelling, and this is because all healing happens in a fluid environment, and so the area becomes swollen. It may be warm. You may have difficulty breathing and swallowing because of that swelling in that area of your body. Uh, Night sweats, fatigue, these are all healing symptoms. Now, this is a very important thing to keep in mind is that all hypothyroidism, is always preceded by hyper. So hyperthyroidism is, again, this is the state that your body is in when when it's experiencing a conflict of being too slow, when the sympathetic nervous system is activated. Now, when we swing back into the healing phase, there's going to be a time where you will have hypothyroidism while the body is breaking down what was built up. This is what is required for healing. It's how your body comes back into balance. So let's now look at the parathyroid gland. The parathyroid functions differently than the thyroid gland itself. Now it's also an endocrine gland and it produces parathyroid hormone and a parathyroid hormone controls calcium regulation. So calcium in your bloodstream is necessary for proper muscle contraction. In order for you to squeeze a muscle, you need calcium. And so the conflict related to the parathyroid is about not being fast enough with an element of insufficient muscle activity. So maybe not feeling strong enough. Maybe this has to do with an athlete who didn't feel like they were strong enough to win the game, strong enough to lift the weights at the, at the competition. This is not a very common symptom that is seen. Most conflicts are more common in the other areas of the thyroid. And then there is the thyroid duct. The thyroid duct is different from the thyroid gland and the parathyroid gland. The thyroid duct branches throughout the thyroid and is used to deliver thyroxine to the digestive system. The subconscious pattern connected to the thyroid duct is feeling powerless for females and for males of frontal fear. This is a feeling of helplessness. My hands are tied. There's nothing I can do. Not able to control the situation. The frontal fear is that fear of heading into a dangerous situation or danger heading towards you. This can be actual physical danger, like a car accident, or an attack from an animal or a person or a perceived danger. Hashimoto's would be a diagnosis that is connected to the thyroid duct. Most people with Hashimoto's have been told that their thyroid is being destroyed. It's seen as an error, that the body is messing up, making a mistake. The truth is that the body doesn't make mistakes. It would never attack itself. The immune system of antibiotics that conventional medicine sees, it's really a support system. It's just what the body is doing in order to adapt. Now let's go into talking about a hanging healing. People go through these healing phases all the time. You might be going through these healing phases all the time and you don't even know it. You don't even feel it because they might be short-term things that your body adapts and goes into a healing phase very quickly and you're not noticing anything. Or it might be, you know, you have a symptom for a day. But what is happening when a person is experiencing thyroid symptoms long-term, chronically? This simply means that they are in a hanging healing. Someone that has hypothyroidism doesn't have a body that is attacking itself out of confusion or error. The body is responding to healing interruptions due to constant relapses that result in a loss of thyroid tissue. There was a period at one point where there was hyperthyroidism during the conflict phase when they were worrying about the situation and then they got hypo in the healing phase. And when you have continual conflict relapses where the body never makes it fully through the healing phase, before you are relapsing into a feeling too slow once again, what happens is the body is building up and breaking down, building up and breaking down. And what happens during this process is you may lose thyroid tissue. And so this may result in hypothyroidism. When you've done this back and forth action so many times, you're continually breaking down tissue that is normally going to be producing the proper amount of thyroid hormone that is needed. This is so very common with those with thyroid conditions. You will never meet someone that has thyroid conditions that isn't type A. There are always going to be a person that is a high achiever, is really focused on their to-do list, and never feels like they have enough time to get it all done. They often feel rushed, overfilling their plate, that, uh, this type of person isn't just going to feel slow or behind one time in their life and never experience it again. It's how they are wired, it's their subconscious patterns that are driving this behavior. And because of these patterns, the thyroid really never gets a chance to fully move through the healing phase, which is why their thyroid conditions never get better. Hanging healings are popular in this area because this pattern of feeling too slow is most likely how you respond to life. It's a program that often just doesn't go away easily. It's often wired into you from childhood. Maybe your parents were, were always late for everything and now you are. Maybe you got into the habit of putting everything off until the last minute and now that's how you do everything. Maybe you saw your mom always saying yes and filling her plate and now you're doing the same and always feel like there is never enough time. Maybe you commit yourself to too many things in your business and you're constantly rushing to get things done. Remember how you do anything Is how you do everything. So this feeling slow is a pattern that has been with you for a while. There are subconscious reasons why you respond this way. In the case of Hashimoto's, this is a situation where a person is stuck in a hang healing around feeling fearful or powerless. If someone responds to a situation feeling like they are powerless, again, this isn't going to be a one-time thing because how you respond to life is based on subconscious programs. A person that feels powerless in a situation is going to respond to a majority of their life situations this way. Until they learn to look at situations with a different set of eyes, the message that the body is going to get about feeling powerless will never go away and the thyroid ducts will continue adapting for survival. Hanging healings are simply a sign that we haven't shifted our perception and let go of the subconscious pattern that is driving the body's response. Now, some people can consciously start making different decisions with just knowing this information, but for majority of people, they can't because there are subconscious patterns connected to the way you respond to life. You will consciously want to respond differently, but the subconscious will overpower you. So for example, for someone who always fills their plate too full and feels behind because they can't get it all done, the problem isn't them filling their plate too full. While that may seem to be the problem, there is a deeper subconscious pattern that is driving the bus. Why is this person feeling their plate too full? What is driving their behavior? Well, for a lot of type A's, it's love, acceptance, and feeling worthy. If you can do it all, you will finally feel successful. If you are able to get it all done, you'll have the worthiness that you're craving. Remember that everything we do as an adult now is based on patterns from childhood, So this need to achieve and be successful came from there. Parents may only have given you attention or rewards when you got good grades or you were at the top of your class. Another pattern that could be connected to it is being a people pleaser. Where did you learn that saying no came with bad side effects or did you simply see your mom saying yes to everything and now that is what you do as well? As you can see, there is some digging to do to identify where these patterns really have come from. They just didn't start yesterday, but your subconscious patterns are based on your experiences and your perceptions. When you shift the root to where all this came from, that's when changes will start to happen. If you consciously start to tell yourself something different and take different actions, you will most likely hit resistance without doing the deep subconscious work. This is because the subconscious has all the proof, the memories to support why this new action is risky there are patterns that prove that this may be risky to your survival according to your subconscious and because your subconscious is often stronger than the conscious it wins so again we can go back to this example of if you say i know i should not be filling my plate so full but you continue doing it and you say to yourself i know that this is the problem i know i should not be you know over uh, filling my plate saying yes to all these extra you know extra activities or extra tasks on my list but For some reason, I keep doing it. This is where we have to look at. The deep work is what is going to work on why you're saying yes to those. Even though consciously you know this is not something you should be doing. There's something driving that. There's going to be uh, a feeling of worthiness from getting this done or from this person seeing you as the person that can do it all. There's this inner child within you that is still being fed on achievement, Uh, because as a child, most likely there was attention given, love, acceptance, or worthiness from your parents or teachers, it doesn't matter, that have all helped you to solidify this within your subconscious. If I do all this stuff, I'll then reach success, and then I'll be loved and accepted. These are old patterns of survival, But you're an adult now. You don't need to survive that way. You need to start setting boundaries of what you're saying yes and no to. Otherwise, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to have this thyroid imbalance that's telling you you have to change about how you're looking at your time, where you're putting your energy, how you're metabolizing the things in your life. Uh, So this is where the deep work of identifying where these patterns came from is really what what work is the most important because we can make conscious choices all day or want to do them, but the subconscious is always going to be the one that has the power if there's enough proof to say, "Mm, that doesn't feel comfortable. My survival is at risk. If I don't get this all on my plate and I had to say no to that person, there's a possibility of rejection. Rejection is scary based on the proof we have as memories in the subconscious. So the subconscious is always going to win if there's the proof there. You have to change the proof. And once you work on the deep patterns that are driving this pattern of you doing what you're doing and responding the way that you are to life, you can then start to consciously make different choices and there won't be resistance. This is individual personal work that needs to be very specific to you. The goal with this work isn't to be scared of having a conflict. You cannot live in a plastic bubble and avoid conflict altogether. But what you can do is become resilient. Become a person who is very sensitive to their emotional state and in tune with how you are responding to life. Noticing this will also help you see your subconscious patterns and take action to change them. Just know that every time that you are emotionally freaking out, worrying about something, your body is rallying resources to help you and support you to adapt and survive. All of your worries, all of your concerns, all the things you're afraid of, your body is responding and is trying to help you. You've got this ancient body and you've got this really new age mind where we think that it's silly that our body would respond in this way, but it's old programming. That's it. And we can realize, wow, it really is my peace of mind, my relaxation, my relief, my feeling safe, my feeling okay, that makes my body go into the healing phase and stay there. So you don't need to fear the disease, the diagnoses, the labels. You just know that sometimes you'll be surprised by things. Sometimes things will catch you off guard, but the body has a plan. It's got a program. It's just you're not supposed to stay in that state for long periods of time because then there's additional tissue breakdown, additional tissue adaptation that the body never planned for. The body didn't plan for you to be worried about something years after it happened or continuously responding to messages that, that feel like a threat. It's our ability to find ease, to tell ourselves that we got this, there's always an abundance of time, it's okay to say no, that worthiness doesn't come from doing it all, that we are powerful and always have a choice, etc. that helps us move past these thyroid conflicts. Being able to respond to situations in these new ways starts with working on old subconscious patterns that are driving it. You have to remember there are still events and situations that are connected to these patterns. Those have to be worked on. You have to rewire how your body responds to situations by going back to where the original wiring started. If you have a thyroid condition, Remember that your body is not attacking itself. It's simply trying to give you a message. Are you ready to listen? This work is very unique to you and your life experiences, and a step-by-step plan of how to address these patterns is what you need in order to reach your healing goals. At MBR, we don't believe that healing should be complicated. With a plan that is unique to you, it doesn't have to be. Get started today by requesting your free custom healing plan. A link is in the show notes. The world needs to know more about the powerful subconscious mind. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and hit the subscribe button so you can be notified when new episodes are available. You can also connect with me and continue learning by following me on Facebook at MindBodyRewire and on IG at The Mind Body Rewire. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.